Las Vegas may not have a true fall, but it is great weather for a road trip right now. And when people ask me for my recommendation, north on the US 95 is my go-to. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we map that journey along what's been dubbed the Bizarro Desert Highway with outdoor adventurer Terry Galura Chong. From the not-too-far-away Alien Research Center to the notorious Clown Motel and so many fun points in between, there's a lot to see. Let's go! It's Tuesday, September 19th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Outdoor adventurist, Terry Galura Chong. Welcome back to CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to meet you finally, David. Yeah. Um, Terry, I love this state and I travel around it a bunch. And I know that Nevada has some very strange designation of passages, right? There's a loneliest road in America, which is I-50. There's the extraterrestrial highway up there on State Route 375. And today we're going to talk about the Bizarro Desert Highway, which is a segment of, I think, US-95. So what are the beginning and end points of the Bizarro Desert Highway, Terry? You know, uh, David, I believe it's from Las Vegas up to Tonopah, which is on the way to Yosemite. Okay. And so uh, if, if we go from Las Vegas to Tonopah, is that a trip that most people can do fully to catch everything in a day, or should they take a couple of days if they want to get everything out of it? No, for sure. When my husband first uh, and I first did it in, three years ago, we just woke up early on uh, Saturday and we were home by nine o'clock at night. So it's totally doable. And that's, I think, one of the draws because we've done it a couple more times since then. And I want to get to some of the more interesting stops along the way. But, mm-hmm. but generally speaking, why do you think Bizarro is a good title for that stretch of road. They're just, you know, not your everyday terrible herps kind of gas station stops where you just, I mean, you're going to see sites that are, I think, very unique to Nevada. And it says a lot about our state and uh, some of the things that it's known for that you just won't find um, every day in other places. And it's what makes it unique um, and a little bizarre. People you know, once we start talking about some of these places, I think you'll get the idea. Yeah. And and I read that article from just the brilliant local based writer, Krista Diamond. And I'm, I'm wondering if she even coined that phrase because I, I hadn't really heard it before. But I do think it's apt because it is so wildly different. There's so many different things to talk about. So I think we've teased it long enough, Cherry. Let's uh, lay out some of the the more notable stops along the Bizarro Desert Highway. So let's go geographically. What's in the first significant stop along what I'm just going to call the BDH? Okay. (laughs) I like that. Okay. So stop number one is Area 51 Alien Center in Amargosa Valley. And I'm just going to use North Las Vegas where we live as kind of the direction. Launch. Yeah. yeah, Our launch. That's about 84 miles from North Las Vegas. And it's the Alien Center, I think, is like, first of all, again, very unique to Nevada. It's a gas station that was built in 1945. 
after a UFO supposedly crashed in Roswell in 1947, and supposedly aliens were taken to Area 51. I just want to just make it real clear. I think most people know Area 51 is that allegedly, well, it's there, but it allegedly is a secret installation where the government keeps all our alien shit. Right. (laughs) You know, whether it's saucers (laughs) or alien specimens or their ray guns or their technology, it's all there on Area 51, right? Exactly. So they say... These people at the gas station say that strange things started happening at their location. So this gas station sprung up and now it's like alien themed merchandise with from everything to alien jerky to T-shirts, magnets, stickers and um, even alien driver's licenses. It's a fun place to stop, especially because we're known for Area 51 and um, it's just very kitschy. And they call it the Alien Research Center. So, I mean, there's your your big old wink and nod anyway. There you go. Very, very scientific. And right next door to that is the Alien Cat House Brothel. Yes, That has been, yes, open since 1970. That's all I'll say about that. We didn't, like, research that any further. You didn't didn't Uh, go in for a cocktail there (laughs) because I think it's open for that. I'm not sure (laughs) either. That's Nevada. (laughs) But, David, there's more. In the same parking lot is Alamo Fireworks, which is home to the world's largest firecracker. And there is yeah. a sculpture right next to the store, which is an, it says it's an IM 800. And right now everything is 20% off. So, Oh, fantastic. Those <laughs> nasty fireworks that if you smuggle them back into Clark County are completely illegal and cause right. all sorts of bad fires and people losing fingers. So thank which, you, Alien yeah. Research Center. <laughs> Which all, you know, obviously all my neighbors shop there. So, yeah, well, there you go. What's stop number two? Okay, so stop number two is Beatty, another, it's a mining town that was founded in 1896 and it became a railway center for mining towns around it, including Rhyolite. And there you'll find these burrows that are free roaming and they're brought to the desert. Yeah, they're they're in the street. They are, (laughs) you don't even have to. You don't have to look for them. You pull over and they start approaching cars because they're looking for food and they are not shy at all. You know, out here, you know, we go to Red Rock. We're always looking for burrows there. You don't have to look very far. Yeah, I I would say that probably half the time that I'm driving through Beatty, I wind up, you know, snarled in traffic behind a burrow. For real, you know, and I'm not going to honk because I don't want to scare the animal. But they're just like, this is my town, man. You know, you're going at my pace now. Yes. Uh, And I'd be remiss to say that, you know, uh, while it's not what we would call a foodie destination, um, Beatty is like a a big town town and and they do have some bars. There's some barbecue places. There's plenty of places to grab a quick burger or something like that, but not really. Right. Not not really destination. You're a foodie. Right. Well, you know, and the thing is, um, and you've pro- because you're a Vegas kid, you've probably actually been there. Every time we go into town, we always have the Happy Borough Chili and Beer bookmarked, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. never get a chance to stop. So have you been there? We have. And it's good. Okay. But again, yeah. I'm not driving from Vegas to Beijing to go grab that. Just <laughs> exactly. No offense, other- y'all. If I'm there, no- it's fine. <laughs> Right. Um, the other thing is it's home to the original Eddie World. So if people who are familiar with the drive from Vegas to L.A., you know, Eddie World is that gas station with the big cupcake. Well, Beatty has the original. So it's just a okay. huge like 
place for snacks and nuts and candy and all that stuff. Yeah, that's all right there. And it's next to a small little casino that right. I think has a Denny's in or something. So, I mean, if you forget to pack lunch, you definitely aren't going to be like in a food desert. There's food right. in Beatty. But Beatty, Beatty in and of itself isn't that much a destination, but I think that there's some stuff nearby there. So why don't you share what that is, Terry? Yes. So originally when we first made this trip, the Goldwell Open Air Museum in Rhyolite was like really the draw because I had seen photos on social about with the Last Supper sculptures and Lady Desert. And this is an open air museum that was founded in 1984 by a Belgian artist. And there's just several sculptures out there that some of them are haunting, like the Last Supper. And it's basically the Last Supper of, of Jesus with his apostles. But they're all white figures and they're like basically ghosts the way this, the artist had done it. So it looks like just a bunch of 12 ghosts and Jesus in the middle. And, uh, you know, the way that it's situated, like if you're there at sunset, uh, wow, it's awesome. Yeah. And they're, they're it's big. You could actually yeah. fit your, your whole body into one of these yeah. sculptures. Uh, it's a great photo op, but it's also, like you said, a little, little spooky. It's a little <laughs> eerie. And there's also a sculpture of a miner named Shorty Harris. And if you see it, it's this, you can obviously tell it's, it's a miner, but next to him is a penguin. And you're like, yes, what the is. heck? Yeah, no, it, it really is something that people, uh, if if they're interested in just the juxtaposition of things that shouldn't be where they are, mm-hmm. uh, Goldwell Open Air Museum is is definitely a great destination. We haven't yeah. even hit all the sculptures that are out there. The no. giant pink lady who looks like she's made out of Legos. Right. Um, There's a lady, a female Icarus, so it's called Icara, and you know that's just sprouting, you know, in the sky and. Right. It's just, I, I, I love it. I, I can't tell people enough about this museum. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas's most talked about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. Let's talk about Rhyolite a little bit. What What's the draw of Rhyolite? Well, it is a ghost town, another mining town that had sprung up in 1904. And um, it only lasted for about 12 years because, you know, there was the craze with the gold. And then one day, 12 years later, after it was founded, the electricity was cut off. But in that 12 years, they partied <laughs> like animals, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and what's cool about Rhyolite is there are still buildings there 
from the original town, you know, they're the skeletons, but you know, you've got a bank, you've got the, the remains of the train station mm-hmm. or the school. And so what's also cool about all these stops, David, is, you know, all this stuff is free. So you just have to get in your car and, you know, you can roam around the, the town and, and the museum. Yeah, we actually have roamed out into the periphery around Rhyolite and found the 1905 version of a of a washing machine, and you know, oh, just like cool. a lot of lot of rusted out old stuff, and people yeah. aren't allowed to take it away. It's it's mm-hmm. protected, so uh, you, you do find some good stuff out there, and hopefully you follow the rules. But they have had to protect some of those buildings because I think people were being a little aggressive with right. them. So there's a lot of fencing and stuff. So a lot going on in Rhyolite, in Goldwell, uh, open air right outside of Beatty. But then you got to kind of double back to Beatty. I know that. So what's your next stop? The next stop is the International Car Forest of the Last Church in Goldfield. That's That's quite a a name. Yes. And uh, it's about, I would say it's another hour from Rhyolite to the Car Museum. This is another open air art gallery of a different sort. So this place was founded by a local named Mark Rippey. He wanted to break the Guinness World Record for the largest outdoor car forest. And he succeeded. Car forest. Forest, yes. It's basically an outdoor car exhibit. And you know what, David? There's one in Texas called Cadillac Ranch, and there's one in Nebraska called Carhenge. So I had no idea. Carhenge, like Stonehenge. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Right. But the International Car Forest is the largest. It has over 40 cars, trucks, buses, and bikes. They're graffitied, uh, they're junk vehicles, but you know, they're sticking out of the ground everywhere. And it's like the most bizarre thing again. There you go. There's that word. One of the most bizarre things that you would see. Uh, but it's because again, it's, you are in the middle of the desert in Nevada, and all yes. of a sudden you come on this. Yes, it's so cool. I mean, you're like, what am I looking at? You know, who would ever thought of this? Yeah. I, and I, you know, Goldfield, which is the the town where this is located, I think also used to be in the day a, a really vibrant place. It's seen better times out there, but I know that they're trying to renovate. They're not ready to go the way of ghost town yet, but there's plenty of things to explore there. There's an old uh, hotel that's out there. that's supposed to be, I don't know, haunted. I've heard that. Right. I, I think it's been on like those ghost hunters, et cetera. This stop I would just add is, uh, is someplace you'd probably going to spend more time just walking around, looking at all the different vehicles. And Mm -hmm. there are um, some renowned, I guess, graffiti artists who have, who have uh, contributed to some of the cars there. So you'll see there's insignia, like aware is one of them. I know for sure. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I'm a sucker for old courthouses and Goldfield has one of the best old courthouses. I've actually got to appear and do cases in there, but it's been so really, yeah, very fun to kind of explore around. All right. Back on the road, Terry. Okay. Uh, we got one more destination? We got one more, and which is probably everybody knows about the Clown Motel in Tonopah. The Clown Motel. You know, I obviously know about the Clown Motel. Um, I have driven by the Clown Motel countless times. I know people have gone there, but I've never, Terry, actually set foot inside the Clown Motel. So what? what's in that Clown Motel? Literally, David... Over 600 plus clown figures of all sizes and shapes, and it's the creepiest. I can I can attest <laughs> to this. The creepiest place I've ever been to, and I do well. First of all, I I'm just like the most 
not brave person when it comes to this. I don't watch scary movies, but I we had to go here. I mean, you just had to go inside. But yeah. the thing is, it's right next to a cemetery, literally. That I think that's probably what makes it even more creepy. Just a regular cemetery, not necessarily a clown cemetery. No, Although there's no. probably some clowns in there. I'd imagine. Probably, probably half of them. But it's just <laughs> like feet feet from the entrance so of course because it's the end of the road trip it's nighttime and we're there and i just told my husband we're gonna be in and out of here in five minutes so we walk in to the lobby the owner is there it's just him and a bunch of clowns everywhere and if you have that fear of clowns boy do not go (laughs) or to get over your fear of clowns that's the place where you do it Yes, but uh, uh, supposedly it's been featured on Ghost Hunters and all those kind of shows. And, um, you know, there is another hotel in town that supposedly is haunted also. So uh, I was taking pictures and I could hear my husband talking to the owner. And he said, uh, my husband was asking about that other hotel. And the owner had said, why do you want to go there? They only have one room that's haunted and we have three. (laughs) Okay, it's time to go. Sweet. Well, I'm sure he gets that all the time. You know, right. uh, did, did you happen to peek in any of the rooms? I'm guessing the mm. rooms are all clowned out too. Yes. Well, I heard that they're, they're very reasonable and I do know people who've stayed there, but no, we did not. We didn't like I was, it's, it's, I had my fill, you know, and uh, it is, uh, it's definitely a destination to look at, but uh, I was not going to spend the night. And the other hotel I'm guessing that they were talking about is the old Mizpah. Yes. That's over the there, one. yeah, and mm-hmm. that's they they did a redo of that some years ago because uh, it had been shut down. It's gorgeous in there. It, it, it's a step back in time that's okay. been completely renovated. Very nice stop. Cool. Uh, a good counterbalance to the creepy clouds. <laughs> but they have <laughs> okay, a lot of paraphernalia again, there, right? I mean, there's right. a lot of like you get the oh. T-shirt, you get all that. Yeah, but uh, there are some. There's like a life-size clown sitting right in the lobby. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Freaky, freaky. Definitely. <laughs> I think oh, what's great about these trips, though, is you learn a lot about the history of our state mm. and um, where we came from as far as, especially with these mining towns, right? Yeah. And um, how people, are, artists especially, are still keeping it alive. And, you know, if it wasn't for these stops, we would, I probably never would have visited these little towns. So, yeah. It, it does sound like a super fun day trip for anyone who really does love the, I don't know, variety of what we have to offer in this, <laughs> right. this wondrous state. Well, Terry, from alien-themed brothels to giant sculptures in the middle of the desert to old ghost towns to creepy clowns uh, and and cars popping out of the dirt, we, we really got a lot between um, Las Vegas and Tonopah. And, and I really appreciate you taking us along the way to experience it. And hopefully people will be inspired to do so um, themselves. I hope so. Terry, thank you so much for coming back and sharing your adventures with us here on CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you so much for having me again. Don't forget the boroughs, David. Oh, and the boroughs. (laughs) Don't honk at the boroughs. Just just enjoy. Get along. We could all get along. Check out Krista Diamond's article about the Bizarro Desert Highway on Thrillist. We'll have a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. Let us know if you hit the Bizarro Desert Highway. Do you know another special road to travel in Nevada? Hey, 
leave your thoughts in a review under this episode. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care.